Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. We're back to cap off the first three Mission Impossible movies on our Cruiser Palooza. People say Palooza's played out, but I say since we invented Palooza... Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. We should be able to use it whenever we want. That's right. To death. At the end of every sentence, Palooza. <laughs> You've done this to yourselves, viewers. <laughs> so look, leave a like if you could. We'd really appreciate it because we're rounding things out hey, for now. I make it a like a Palooza. Ah, oh, if you could. Yeah, so we're rounding things out for now. We're going to be coming back to these movies with Mission Impossible 3. And as always, I'm going to be replicating something from each movie Two enormous successes as of so far, but I'm going to be doing a physical stunt in this one. You are going to leap off a very tall building, develop some sort of fulcrum <laughs> along the way? Not quite. Huh. But there's going to be some action. Let me tell you that much. Have it's... you done this already? No. Not oh, the time of time recording this. <laughs> okay. So do you want me to record my reaction at your success and also my reaction at your imminent funeral? Yes, absolutely. Okay, we'll do those yeah. later. When I went into this movie at the time, mm. I was kind of wondering, are these even anything, these Mission Impossible movies? Could it be something to do with the fact that maybe we were burned out on the last one? Absolutely. It was also like 2006. It was the couch jumping cruise era. Oh, and everyone's right. like, yeah. what? What's actually wrong with this guy? Had he recently gotten married, maybe? Yeah, that was the Katie Holmes thing. Yeah, yeah right. That, uh-huh. that, that was what that was related to. But looking back on this one, I think it's quite good. There's nary a couch to be jumped on in this movie. <laughs> it is quite good. Yeah. Well, I guess we're, we're ending here because we're like, well, this is the end of the ancient history of the Mission Impossible yes. franchise. 2006, oh, can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Yeah, I think this one's really solid. Like, I, I, I feel like the work of J.J. Abrams generally can be a bit hit and miss. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of, you know, the style of... Uh, in previous uh, uh, episodes of this, we talked about the various styles of the directors. Oh, yeah. And you know that this is a J.J. Abrams movie because his style is... Bring his mates in. Give him a little cameo. Greg Grunny Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg, yeah. Kerry it, Russell's in this. It really does feel like him, though, because there's, like, the colour saturation. There's a bit of lens flare stuff. Not too much, but a little bit. There's that heart restart scene, which was borrowed yes. from Lost. Oh, that's okay, from the sure. first season of Lost. Uh-huh. Look, I know he does get a lot of flack. But I think he genuinely is a great director. Oh, he can be a great director. He can director. absolutely be a great yeah. director, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. This, this, we've got some solid action sequences in this. Yeah. And not, and not posing action sequences. No. Like real solid. Like the, the... They leaned too much into the hair in the last one, didn't they? Absolutely. <laughs> they framed everything around the they, beautiful sweeping hair. They let the hair, hair dictate the action. They were like, let Tom Cruise's hair flow like water and the action will follow. <laughs> 
but like the the sequence where uh, Hunt is escaping uh, with Kerry Russell. That's such a good sequence. The scene where uh, him and Michelle Monaghan team up later, mm. and he's you know he's dead. That's and such she a has good to sequence. Him. That's a great action sequence. Yeah, yeah. and also. They change the gunplay so it's not two-hand shooting pistols leaping through the air. He's tactical Ethan Hunt. Like, he's wearing proper tactical gear the way that he's moving. Like, I don't know anything about tactical <laughs> shooting, obviously. But it feels more like, yeah, this is how you go into this situation. You wouldn't just be doing somersaults and spin kicks and just firing randomly, you know what I mean? I mean, it worked before. But you're right. <laughs> but yeah, maybe in 2002, sure. Mm. But you do feel like, I don't want to say more realistic, but it makes it makes more sense. This time yeah, around than, uh-huh. than the last one. Do you want to hear a bit about how this movie actually came to be? Because it was kind of, it was it was a bit up and down for a while, how this was going to get off the ground oh, and who was going to be involved. Go on. So Ang Lee was on board at one point. Okay. David Fincher was on board. Not bad. Uh, Joe Carnahan, which people might know from The Grey and other, and other movies and things like that. He developed <laughs> well, maybe a, his personal life. Do you know him personally? Maybe, <laughs> maybe you, you know do. him from there. Say hi from us. Maybe every time you see him, he's like, have you seen my new movie? And you're like, sure thing, Joe, I'll get right on that. And you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do I lie or do I tell the truth? Anyway, what are we talking about? Well, he's mentioned since that if Twitter had been around at the time that he was making this movie, it would have been a like a it would have been a Josh Trank Fantastic Four situation. It's like his career would have suffered like greatly, you know, as a result of him working so long on this and getting him on a pushback. And oh, interesting. He ultimately this is Abrams. No, no, this is Carnahan. This oh. is Joe Carnahan. He ultimately was saying that his version that he would have made would have been better. That he's, he's quoted as saying. Oh, hello. Uh, yeah. Well, I say release the Carnahan cuts. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that would have looked like, but because he was a younger director at the time, I think the studio was dictating a lot of a lot of the moves. There was also talk of this being a prequel and bringing Emilio Estevez back. Oh, my goodness. But, I would have liked that. But this is still good. Yeah, and I think also Tom Cruise... But Cruz's, again, we can still bring him back. Yes, that's right. He's just going to be missing some skull fragments. <laughs> I think or his head will be all skull fragments. Yeah. It's tough to say. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise is a little too old to make this a prequel, though. You'd be like, yeah, yeah he's not... You know, he, and he again, 2006, good, that de-aging technology was not... No, it certainly wasn't. Not perfect. You're talking about X-Men 3? Yeah, I was talking about X-Men 3. Also, that story with Emilio Estevez, it was going to have elements... I'm that... just out of the military academy and I'm so <laughs> glossy. Sorry, continue. <laughs> it was going to have elements that were similar to 9-11. So they were like, uh, maybe we should pull back on this prequel slash 9-11 retelling, I guess, whatever yeah, we're doing uh-huh. here. Yeah, so J.J. Abrams got the job off uh, Tom Cruise watching Alias, gave him a call and said, do you want to do it? Ha, 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 as Tom Cruise Absolutely does. Sure. But I'm serious. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. And this I'm was- saying ha, 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 but I have no control over it sometimes. <laughs> but I am serious. Take the job. I will kill you. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but this is J.J. Abrams' big movie break. This yeah. is why he's still around, because Tom Cruise gave him the opportunity through Paramount, because Tom Cruise obviously is a huge creative driving force on these movies. That's why J.J. Abrams did like Star Trek and new Star Wars and the one with the train monster et but it's a train monster remember mm-hmm. that one yeah I do. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got a cracking opening as well and a villain philip seymour hoffman it does the, the 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 previous movie had uh, the last one had like the merest shadow of a villain a whisper just just uh it's tom cruise but he's evil i guess kind yeah. of but but this one yeah this is a a genuinely terrifying villain in in uh, arms dealer davian absolutely and i just think he kind of knows where to press ethan hunt you know what mm, i mean or just yeah, people yeah. in general he's just a genuine psychopath i think He's the best villain, with my eyes. I know there's the newer guy with the beard who is like, the world must be cleansed and blah, Ethan, blah, Ethan, you thought I was gone, but I'm back. That guy's fine. 
Like, I'm not against him. Yeah. But Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think, is better. <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> he's in a straight jacket or whatever. From time to time, I, I, I wish we had a, a camera in here so we could record that. Maybe we can do it later. You Maybe, record yeah, it yeah. again, we'll dub it I'm over. I'm already doing a reenactment, oh, Mason. That's, true. I'm doing well, that's your rea- reenactment. <laughs> Aaron Paul's in this. I've written it all. I've caps. written it. I've written it as well. Aaron Paul cameo. I've written, when did we have the last one of these on this channel? I think it might have been Birds of Prey, the TV series. Oh, is this going to be a recurring thing? Maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. We could do a Price is Right episode where he shows up on that as well. (laughs) Good cast in general. Billy Crudup. Mm. Maggie Q. The second Billy Crudup shows up, though. You know what I mean? First of all, he's spending an awful lot of time in that convenience store. Because he's like, he's like... You know, the most important thing is family. And I'm like, I know you're crooked, Billy Crudup. <laughs> from that from that line. And also, again, you are spending so much time in that in that convenience store. What are you doing? Staying away from your family? Sus. You're so sus, Real Billy sus. Crudup. <laughs> you don't love your family at all. If you even have one. Your family's betrayal. His family is probably just dwarves in masks that he parades around at the company picnics. He's a liar through and through, Mason, is that's what I'm right. saying. Yeah. First appearance of Simon Pegg as well. It becomes a staple of the mm, franchise. That's right, yeah. Uh, it's interesting who of the IMF force stays on between movies. Isn't, isn't it? it just? Well, Tandy Newton was asked to return. The character that she was going to be was replaced by Carrie Ann Moss, who uh, that character then was completely removed. Huh. So yeah, I thought, oh, it's Maggie Q, the you know, that character. No, that's they're not related. Because you know, you've got to have one girl on the team, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. how these things it's not work. a team without a girl. <laughs> and- All teams. In the world, in all forms of fiction yep. involved, they, they need to have a girl. They need to have a nerd. They need to have Ving Rhames. That's, that's so true. And I'd like to see Lawrence Fishburne come back in these as well. Yeah. Because he's in it. That's and true. I guess he's he's the new Anthony Hopkins. Well, there's a, there's a very high turnover of like IMF, the head of IMF. Yeah. President of IMF. You yeah, know? but with the Alec Baldwin one, they at least they shoot him. They kill him off. At least they shoot <laughs> at him. At least they had the decency. Yeah. But this is just... Maybe there's a deleted scene on every DVD. <laughs> or maybe they just bring in the previous IMF head, <laughs> yeah, like right. the actor, and just be like, can we do a scene where we shoot you in the head? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I guess. Ethan Hunt's parents are dead, maybe. Are they, though? Because he's living this suburban life, and it plays into his hair. We're going to do a yeah, hair yeah, report yeah. at the end. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the question has to, has to be asked. First of all, it, it was his, in the first movie, it was his mother and his uncle Donald. I just want to be clear. because Oh, was we'll get, it? We'll get Did we get comments? Maybe. I don't know. I don't read the comments. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you'll get comments. Uh, but yeah, in this, his fiance claims that uh, his parents are dead also. Yeah. But he said a lot of things to her that were just... Flat out lies, huh? He said he was a... Maybe Margaret Ethan Hunt is still alive out there somewhere. She's out there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Do you want that movie or Maybe prequel? he's put her into witness protection as well. <laughs> yeah, he probably would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he just shot her. We did too much fun mother and son stuff, <laughs> and we got in the crosshairs of an international crime gang, so I've got to put you into witness protection, Mum. <laughs> you know what I like about this movie? Yes. It goes out of its way, and saying this, it sounds like something that you would hate. Mm-hmm. It goes out of its way to explain how things work. Okay. I'm talking specifically gadgets. So, for example, getting into the Vatican, you know, he, he measures up the wall of how long it is and and, that, and then measures the drop from that as well. Oh, I like that a lot. He does the little camera trick with the with the, the little printer and he puts, yeah, it, up, that's right. puts it up. With he, his Game Boy printer. Yeah, that's right. He says that the top Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Uh-huh, <laughs> Remember yeah, that yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah. It's a code uh, phrase, mate. Look okay, gotcha. Yeah. You know, I, I like, all, I like an ex- a long extended discussion about yeah. how a heist is going to be played. Totally. Off. Yeah. And, and that plays into the. Maggie the... Q, be sure to crash that Lamborghini. Which she did. She did, yeah. <laughs> she did, yeah. <laughs> Here's the footage. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. That was expensive. Yeah, probably. How many did they get two Lamborghinis? I don't know. I guess they. Oh, actually, they had a few. The one that they blew up, I think they had three or four, but the one that they blew up um, was just a shell. Ah, I see. 
Not like a turtle shell, like the shell of a car. Oh, I see. Just to Makes more sense. Yeah, it t- totally does. But I like seeing that, you know what he's trying to figure out the the, the building swing? Yeah. And he's drawing on the glass and he's like doing math and shit. Yeah, yeah, And I'm yeah. like, well, of course, because he's not a, he's obviously not an idiot. Yeah. Like, he's a genius. He'd have to be. That's right. Nobody gets on the IMF team unless they have, they got the skills. Yeah. I mean, all they can somersault kick. <laughs> MI2, uh, Ethan Hunt would have just winged it, I think. Oh, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> Or, but again, there's been there's been six years in between where presumably he's smacked face first into a lot of buildings on but, a rope. But do you think though he is making those mental calculations every time? And um, this is the first time we've seen them. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Good question. I mean, this time he's just got oceans of time. He's like, there's two hours before they kill my wife, so that's so much time. I can sit here and do this. I don't have to do it on the fly. I'm having a nap. I'm going to watch an episode of Westworld with Tandy Newton, my Maybe co-star. I'll watch an episode of Alias, that great <laughs> spy TV series. Uh, the other thing they, they, they sort out is the masks. Uh, I like the 3D printing it's the, idea. Yeah, it's the first time we see how these masks work yeah. and why they are so flawless all the time. And the, the voice modulator I like, I, I enjoy as well. There's a bit of a, a weird switcheroo and then the, the CGI when they're putting on the Philip Seymour Hoffman mask. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Like it doesn't, how does it really work? It's magic true, obviously, yeah. but you know, I, I appreciate that. I think though, maybe one thing that this movie lacks is oh, here we go. Not, <laughs> here we go. And is there's not like a big thing, like a big real thing. Uh-huh. Like there's the car smash, which he did for real on wires. Yes. But like, you know, the jump he does off the building, that's in a green screen area. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. You know, there's there's other bits and pieces that he does. The closest thing to something being super dangerous is where he jumps off the Vatican wall. He actually hits the ground. Oh, does he? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that- a nice little homage to the Langley heist from the first movie, I thought. Yeah. And when I first saw that, I'm like. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, whatever, it's not as good as a Langley heist. But knowing that he actually hit the ground, that was actually quite dangerous. I need a medic! <laughs> <laughs> my face is okay, though. It's just my, right. my organs are mushed. Yeah, so, you know, like, he doesn't strap himself to the side of a plane. He's not yeah, 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 bungee yeah. jumping from a helicopter or whatever. You know what I mean? But again, we're kind of regrouping for this franchise yes, right now. exactly. We don't, we don't really know at this point that that's what the remaining movies are going to be. No. Just Cruz attempting to kill himself but constantly. I, I think it's also a credit to this movie that despite not selling itself on the big thing, which a lot of the newer mm. ones do, it's still good outside of that. That's right, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's very solid. Yeah. I like the bit when he electrocutes himself to death and he and he bites the paddle pop sticks and you see them just like shatter in his mouth. That's good yeah. stuff. That's a nice attention to detail there. Do you think they were pre-made to break and there was a stagehand on each side of him with a piece of string attached to one end of the paddle pop? <laughs> Pulled them apart right at the correct That's exactly time. what happened, yes. I liked Go on. his delightful disguise when he was attempting to evade the IMF team and he becomes Mr. Mutton Chops going on a little trip. <laughs> That's something I liked a oh, lot. From the, from the Czech Republic, That's maybe? right. And yeah. he's like, hey, it's me. <laughs> I'm from Eastern Europe. He's, a, he's Boratting it. That's yeah. right. Pre-Borat, maybe? Or same year as Borat at the very oh, least. Who knows? Maybe he'd seen an early I cut. i got to get some Borat in this. <laughs> yeah, he's, he would have seen an early cut of Borat. Borat's got a wife. I've got a wife. <laughs> Let's do this. My wife. <laughs> uh, so there's also the sense in this movie that it's the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this is the trilogy. Yep. He's he walks got a off be- into the he's sunset. He's got a beautiful wife that he's lied to for many months and years. She's fine but with she's it. She's fine with it now, so don't even worry I about like it. I like Michelle Monaghan. Mm. Do you really get that sense like the walk away at the end? And oh, definitely. He's like, goodbye, everybody. Monaghan's getting hugs from everybody, including people she's never met. Totally. And it's also because at that time, I think it was up in the air whether these movies were going to continue or if they did continue, whether he'd be the lead. I see. There were unfounded rumours that Brad Pitt was going to take over and it was going to be a whole different series of movies. And then every now and then they'll introduce a new character that are like, Jeremy Renner's the new... Yeah, right, right, right. John Rhys Myers, do you like him? Could he be the new Ethan Hunt? pretty good. Billy Crudup, we could take the bullets out of him. (laughs) uh, Maybe he could be the new guy? Come on. Uh. Yeah, do, do you think that... That's maybe the direction they were thinking of yeah, going. Thinking, maybe, yeah. I mean, I mean, this was also in an era where 
Generally speaking, you did not get six movies out of a franchise. No. Beyond the Police Academy series, of course. Good movies. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, a trilogy was what sold the DVD box set. Yeah. A trilogy was what people wanted. You know, it it felt like the natural progression of a series. There'd only been a lazy three Fast and the Furious movies, and none of them were spin-offs. I guess Tokyo Drift, is that a spin-off? It doesn't really matter. (laughs) Three movies. For sure. (laughs) But, yeah, you're absolutely right. You like trivia, Mason? I do like trivia. Trivia! Our favourite trivia section of the show. Trivia. Oh, yeah. oh, go on. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Tom, Clu- Tom Cruise alleged. <laughs> For the audience, James <laughs> called him Tom Cruise. And we're just both ra- we're both scrambling this'll, to think of a joke. This will uh, be an extended audience. It's Blue's Clues, but it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, I don't know if you remember this at the time, but Tom Cruise allegedly threatened to cancel the publicity for the film if Comedy Central rebroadcasted the South Park Trapped in a Closet episode from 2005. Uh, was that Scientology based somewhere? It was satirizing Scientology and mocking Tom Cruise's sexuality. Apparently the creatives of South Park were approached by Comedy Central and told that the episode would be pulled off the air and that they were not to tell anybody that this is what happened. Did they tell everybody? Like, yes, I believe so, yeah. Someone told somebody. Yeah. Tom Cruise also, I think he's been asked about this since, and he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not on top of literally everything. Oh, I mean, so it's also very possible, you know. It could a be a publicist thing exactly, or a studio Exactly, that happens thing, a lot yeah. of the time where people are like, do not look this star in the eyes. Yeah. And then you actually meet the star and they're like, I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't know, why, why did they say that? I think there was something... You re- can only look at me in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I think there was something reported for Mission Impossible 2 in the Australian media that people weren't allowed to look Cruz in the eye but it turned out that they're on a big open set like in public and people like can you not look directly at Tom Cruise because he's undercover and he's not really Tom Cruise Uh so it kind of things can get you know spun out that Uh way also this is quite funny to me to promote the film Paramount rigged 4,500 randomly selected Los Angeles Times vending boxes with digital audio players, which would play the theme song when the door was opened. <laughs> the audio players did not always stay concealed, however, and in many cases came loose and fell on top of the stack of newspapers in plain view. Remember newspapers? Mm. Uh, with the result that they were widely mistaken for bombs, police bomb squads detonated a number of the vending machine boxes and even temporarily shut down a veteran's hospital in response to the apparent threat. Despite these problems, Paramount and the Los Angeles Times opted to leave the audio plays in the boxes until two days after the movie's opening. Honestly, a series of exploding <laughs> newspaper vending machine boxes is maybe the best publicity you could get. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's, oh, that's great. Hair. We've got to talk hair. We've got to talk hair. Okay. Uh, um, before we talk hair, I just sure. wanted a, a special shout out to the uh, the scene where uh, Ethan Hunt, as, uh, as Davian, does some like very uh, athletic leaping about. While ah. in disguise, oh, I've written yeah. here more like Philip Seymour Jumpman. <laughs> R.I.P. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Parkour Hoffman. Nice. I think if there's another, I mean, Jumpman's good. Put it in the comments, <laughs> your best Philip Seymour Hoffman leaping about pun. R.I.P. Hoff the dome kind of. I don't know. <laughs> it's not working. I can't do it. It's hard. Hair report. So as people may know, we've been charting the evolution of the Ethan Hunt character in relation to his hairstyles. In each movie. I mean, some people would be like, why don't you chart the evolution of his character through his deeds or actions <laughs> or emotional states or his relationships? We say, that's for losers. <laughs> it's his hair or nothing. <laughs> so this is his, I'm living in the burbs. 
I'm a boring, everyday, bog-standard, yeah, yeah, middle-aged yeah, bloke right. haircut. My, my fiance said, your hair's getting a little bit long, Tom Cruise. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I better go to the barber today. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to mow the lawn. There are no questions about this hair. Mm, and, like, if he turned up with his Mission Impossible 2 hair, you'd be like, what is this? Yeah. Like, this is spectacular, but I don't understand. Like, what, what's <laughs> happening here? Uh-huh. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You would notice he would stand out with that That's hair. That's true. In a suburban environment. Imagine him mowing the lawn with that hair oh, flowing just, in the wind. Yeah. You get caught in the, in, the, in, the, in the blades, you know? Yeah. Especially if he somersaulted over the mower. <laughs> so, yeah, this is like the hair of a guy, like a boring bog-standard guy who works in logistics who you don't really want to talk to. That's right. That being said, if you knew a man like this in real life who was 44, Tom Cruise was at the time, and he had hair like this, you'd be like, spectacular. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and also, side note... Um, we, we have a, you know, right at the start of the movie, we have this lovely dinner party, this grown-up dinner party, very exciting, and people are like, traffic patterns, that's so boring. I'd be like, this is, I know, I'm fascinated by this. Tell me more <laughs> about the traffic ripple effect. You, th- you think he wouldn't be ready for you? Yeah. He'd be drawing on glass in front of you, that's explaining right. it. That would be fascinating, actually. I think so. What's Greg Grundy Grunberg's job in this? He's like right? boring, big snooze. What are you contributing? Yeah. You're standing there listening. You gotta chip in. A conversation is two ways, Mason, is what I'm saying. Maybe he has an even more exciting job. <laughs> is that why? Like maybe he's in the double impossible mission force. <gasps> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so we've, we've never actually successfully achieved a mission. They're too impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what we say? It's worth a try. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. never, never know if you never, never go. Am I right? So true, Mason. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add before I do the, the stunt uh, thing? Do you like his sunglasses? How about that? Uh, I do like his sunglasses. His but funeral I, sunglasses? Yeah, I was going to say his funeral sunglasses. His funeral Oakleys. I like those. <laughs> those are pretty good. Um, I liked it when he and uh, Jonathan Rice Myers were just a couple of Italians running amok. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mamma mia. Yeah. Che bello, th- you know what I mean? Totally. I love the interplay, though, between... The team members. Like when they are printing the mask, but they're having a completely different conversation because they've done it so many times. Mm-hmm. Like they're talking about commitment relationships and how they can't work when you're a spy and whatever. Because they're making these masks almost constantly. So right. it's nothing. They don't need to be like, oh my God, we got to get this. Like it's just like, yeah, this is nothing, whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mason, it's time for the stunt. Are you excited? Yeah. Now I just want to point out also, there was going to be a minor edit in this to make it all come together, but mostly oh, seamless. You, you won't even be noticing, but it might be my best work yet. Okay. I say, having not <laughs> done it at the time of recording this. All right, now you want me to do two reactions for Please, you? Please, if you could. Oh, my God, you did it. I did you it. son of a bitch. <laughs> and now here's the other one for when it goes really badly. Here lies James, Mr. Sunday Movies. And I must say, over all the years, he's certainly a man I've met. Anyway, there's sandwiches in the hall. So let's let's go, folks. Let's not make this a negative day. That, that's handy because if you do speak at my funeral, you can just play that. Yeah, right. I don't, <laughs> you don't even, even have to get up. You'd probably be too emotional to show up, though, I'd imagine, don't you think? You'd probably be too emotional, Mason. I mean, yeah, but I could take the day and go to like a, like a skee-ball arcade. That's true. You could tell people you were going to my funeral and take a day off work. That's right. Perfect. Uh, you so- could also play that at my funeral. <laughs> just edit my name to it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, look, we will be coming back to these. We're saving them for the next Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. Six in a row is quite a lot. We did that's five right. for Transformers and we nearly died. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the next three are, I would say, more consistent. Yes. Like, they've, they've, got, a, they've got a more consistent style. I think the quality is maybe a little up and down, but I think they're all very, they're Agreed, generally yeah. very good. And I can't wait to chart the evolution of that hair because, believe me, mate, I've got things to say. I've already, I've already <laughs> lined things up, ready to go. And, James, I've already built a slightly uh, malfunctioning set of suction packs so you can attempt to climb the tallest building in the world as part of the stunt. Terrific. 
<laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for that one. I thought I might maybe try and beat his speed if I could wow. run the heavy meters quicker than him. Yeah, I right. don't think I can. But, yeah, but we should have mentioned there's also some very there's, there's some great running in this. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, if there is a big thing that happens in this, it's the big run, right? Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. this kind of solidified the, hey, wait, has Tom Cruise been running all of this time? <laughs> we haven't even been noticing all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up because You're believe me, welcome. comments a go-go. All right, next week, here's a hint towards what we're doing. Towards? I don't know what we're doing. Um, Wonder Woman and some other things got pushed back. Who knows, Mason? Yeah, I don't know. We're drowning here, but we're going to cut this out of the video, aren't we? For the, for the video, um, you're going to say, oh, my God, that looks amazing. Oh. And then, and then, and then uh, they will know. Oh my god, that looks amazing! What a good choice, right? Yeah, good we choice. We knew before recording this. We didn't we? knew. We know. <laughs> we know things. All right. Uh, also, if you want to see any of these videos early, you can actually go to bigsandwich.co and sign up. They're always there early. The extended audio is also there early. We got bonus podcasts there early. I mean, it, the regular time that they come out. Ad free feed for that podcast as well. Movie commentaries. Movie commentaries. A comic book club. Oh, There's too god. many things. If anything, There's, the value is too good and too great. It's overwhelming. That's right. Like a Tom Cruise conversation. It's you'll, too much. You, you'll pay for it. And you'll be like, there's too much content here. I shan't download any of it. <laughs> and that's how we win. That's what we want. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for watching this, though. We really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, as we say every week mm. over at uh, over here at this video. Whatever this is. Uh, as we say every week, uh, see you in the sewer. <laughs> Big Graham says it at some point. <laughs> I didn't notice. Pretty good. Quite sad. Getting as uh, you should. I would have gone with the Humpty Dumpty one, but uh, oh yeah, that would work too. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. See you in the sewer is good because that's more apt than what we do here. <laughs> it really is. See you in the sewer. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.